0: It's a program that is strictly based on income from the property you buy, how much rental income it creates compared to the monthly payment on that property. Welcome to Loans Elevated, the podcast that brings you the latest industry news, expert interviews, and insightful discussions that will help you stay ahead in this dynamic market. I'm your host, Brock Lassig, and I've spent years in the trenches of the mortgage industry, helping individuals and businesses navigate the complex landscape of real estate financing.
1: I'm your co-host, TJ Heidenreich, and together we'll cover a wide range of topics, from business strategies that skyrocket your success to mindset and motivation that fuel
0: your growth. Okay, welcome back to the show this week. uh, We're talking about a cool program that has been something we've been working on and doing for, I don't know, a couple of years now, but it's really hitting the mainstream and gaining a lot of attention. And this is a DSCR or investor cash flow loan. There's a bunch of different words for it, Uh, but DSCR basically stands for debt service coverage ratio. So it's a program that is strictly based on income from the property you buy how much rental income it creates compared to the monthly payment on that property. So really cool program, simple qualifications, as long as you have the down payment, but we're excited to go into details. Yeah. So, I mean, basically the
1: program, we don't take into consideration your personal income. That does not matter. Your debt to income ratio. It is strictly the property's income that it's going to produce, whether that is for short-term or long-term rental, which we'll talk about, it's pretty rare, um, versus the actual payment
0: on that property. Mm Mm-hmm. And there are some significant differences. Uh, just to put a plug in for our program in in particular, because there's programs like this with many lenders around the country. Um, ours is very unique for a few reasons. One, it is done in house by Cross Country Mortgage, so this is not done by a third party company uh, mm-hmm. where guidelines can constantly change. And I mean, our guidelines change sometimes, but we've never seen them get worse. They only get better. They expand qualifications, they get easier, so on and so forth. Um, There are a lot of these types of programs that are offered as available, but oftentimes they're very challenging to get qualified for. So I think that's one thing. But then uh, one example of that, which we're going to dive into how you calculate this, but we can go as low as a 0.75% or a 0.75 debt service coverage ratio, which Mm -hmm. is, that's a big deal. Most, uh, lots of companies are over one as a, as a mandatory requirement on any type. And like TJ said, lots of companies don't allow you to use nightly rental income to qualify. So, um, so you you were talking about the ratio. What is the ratio on a DSCR loan? So I recently, uh, was explaining this to a client, uh, this week. And so I figured I would just pull up the explanation I gave them. So, uh, basically it is the, the rent, the, the gross rent you collect divided by the mortgage payment equals a number that number is the dscr the debt service coverage ratio so an example is say you had 5000 in gross rents and you had a mortgage payment of 4500 5000 divided by 4500 equals 1.11 dscr so like i said the the minimum on our program on the standard program is 0.75 so that property easily qualifies now, on the, uh, on the option that allows nightly rental, the minimum is 1.0. So you got to be cautious. There are some differences here. Mm-hmm. But um, just another real quick example, because on the nightly rental version, this is the newest uh, addition to this program is the nightly rental. And it's really powerful. Our company uses strictly Air DNA data to qualify you. And AirDNA, I mean, it's a very reputable source. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lots of people that are in this market uh, use it as their tool or one of their tools for underwriting if they're going to buy one of these properties. Um, And we use it for underwriting the mortgage. So it's kind of nice that way. But um, Do you you know
1: of any other programs or companies that allow you to use nightly rental
0: income? I personally don't. This is the first time I'd heard of it So you rolled this out last week. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it is powerful. Mm -hmm. So it lists on AirDNA your... There's certain metrics that you have to qualify for. So call us for details. There's like, there's scoring uh, on DNA that, that you have to hit a certain score in order to use this income. The,
1: the property also has to be in an Airbnb approved
0: area. Right, So yeah. You, you, you can't just choose some random mm-hmm. property that it's restricted and mm-hmm. hope that you can get this program. Yep. But uh, another example, Say AirDNA reported uh, gross annual income expectations of one hundred and fifty thousand. Now it's rarely; it, I've never seen it be an exact figure. It's always some very specific number. But for sake of this calculation, one hundred and fifty thousand in annual income from AirDNA on the air on the uh, nightly rental option with the AirDNA or Airbnb VRBO type setup, you have to take a twenty percent. Uh, expense factor out of the out of the rent. So basically, you take 150 grand, times that by 80 percent is 120 thousand. Divide that by 12 equals 10 thousand per month. As long as your mortgage payment is less than 10 thousand per month on that property, you qualify using the nightly rentals. So this is huge because you can buy luxury properties. Uh, we can finance, I think, up to two or two and a half million. Yeah, you'd you'd have to call us million, to be yeah. sure. Yeah, two million. Let's just be safe there. Uh, But you can buy luxury property or finance, you know, up to two million. You can buy a luxury property with a very large mortgage payment, knowing you can get this big revenue because there are certain properties in, in er- many areas, even mm-hmm. here in Utah, that you can get massive revenue and qualify without any personal income. So yep. think of like W-2 people that wouldn't qualify, or more importantly, self-employed people, or especially real estate investors in particular, many of them have no documentable income yep. because it's all rental income and it gets quirky. And yep. so I, that's anyway. what I was going
1: to lead into is, okay,
0: who is this loan really for? Yeah. Because
1: some, I was talking to someone about this last week and like, why wouldn't I just do a regular investment loan versus a DSCR loan? Well, if you're someone that maybe doesn't claim a lot of income, maybe you're self-employed and you write a lot off and you wouldn't qualify otherwise, this would be a great program. The one, um, the w- and another person also said, well, this sounds pretty risky for the bank. What's the catch? There's no catch. The thing is you need to put down a little bit more money. Honestly, though, not much more than, you can even be the same on a normal investment loan anyways. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's basically the same.
0: Well, 20%, I think, with the yep. regular twenty percent CR loan.
1: Yep, but Air DNA
0: is going to be 25%. Yeah, so an Airbnb mm-hmm. property is 25% minimum. So it's like, yeah. it's, I mean, that's what I, even though you can do less on a regular mm-hmm. investment property, I normally guide my clients to, yeah. Uh, put 20 or 25% down yep, anyway. Exactly,
1: and pricing isn't all that different. There's, no, yeah. It's crazy how it's it is. It's pretty
0: competitive. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, and one thing, sorry, we keep differentiating between regular and Airbnb. Now, we're mm-hmm. very excited about the, the <laughs> nightly rental one because it's the new thing. Regular, the way you would calculate that, the rent is you would get an appraisal. Uh, from uh, an appraiser would go out and give us the value of the home. You know, you buy in the house at 600,000. Is it worth 600,000? But additionally, they would provide what's called a 1007. And the 1007 is a rent comparable. So they would go find rental properties nearby the property you're buying and assess how much are they collecting in, in rent. And then they would give us an appraiser's estimate or determination on what the monthly rent should be and that's what we use on a non-nightly rental version uh on the nightly rental version like we said we use AirDNA dna to justify what the rent costs yeah
1: are. and i heard from an appraiser earlier this week as well on this and they also t- if the cr- property's already being rented out before if you can get a copy of that lease agreement and give it to the appraiser they will take that into consideration when they're doing their
0: 1007 mm, that's really good uh-huh One important uh, thing that you bring that up. Now, this is pretty unlikely to be a problem on the nightly rental version of this program. Uh, And it makes a lot of sense, but the property must be vacant when you acquire it. And that program is only eligible for purchases, not refinance. Uh, The reason for both of these things is... If it's occupied, clearly it's not a nightly rental property. There's a tenant in there, a long-term tenant. So that that has to be vetted out. But then number two, uh, the reason that program in particular is only eligible for purchases is because if if you've owned the property and you've claimed this nightly rental income, you have it on taxes. When you have taxes, we no longer need to use a program like this. We can just use regular Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, just regular Mm -hmm. programs, because you have the income documented. So this is for the acquisition, allowing you to buy these properties without having to hit you for the whole payment. Because prior to this program, you wanted to buy an, a nightly rental. You had a couple of options. One, if you could qualify with the very small 1007 rent that we just explained, the estimated long-term rent for this property, that would work. Or if you could qualify for the whole payment, of course, that would work. But normally what I find on these on these nightly rental ones is the... If you looked at a long term rental, you'd be renting a property for uh, three grand a month and that would be your revenue. But you look at that same property because it's eligible, short-term it's in the right area as short term, you're making 12 grand a month or right. something crazy. So it's a very significant difference uh, and makes it way more accessible. Yeah, no, I'm glad you stated that. Also, if
1: you are, if say, you already own one and you're trying to tap into equity, it might be difficult to do so with a DSCR loan. The only way you can use that equity is if you're paying off business debts. It can't mm. be go towards your personal liabilities.
0: Yeah, because it's like a business purpose loan. They're mm-hmm. looking at you as an investor, right. uh, so it's like there are some lines drawn there. But uh, the cool thing is, like I mentioned before, the program's very, very, very flexible. It's all done in house. The capital is cross country mortgages capital. So there's mm-hmm. not a third party. Uh, I mean, there is third party underwriting. Let's say that there's cross-country capitals underwriting team that does this, but there's not like we don't have to broker this out to another company that's unaffiliated with us.
1: We've got direct
0: access and contact to them if we have questions. Yep, for sure. And exceptions, like if you don't hit the guidelines exactly on our programs, and this is just one of many programs that apply, like we have. I don't know bank statement yeah, loans. We have any, pretty much any program under the sun besides a strict
1: land acquisition loan. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Basically, if you don't qualify for a regular mortgage, like a Fannie Mae or conventional or Freddie Mac, those are conventional or FHA or VA or anything like that, mm-hmm. it, because of some reason, whether it's income related, it's maybe a credit event like a bankruptcy, short sale, uh, something random like that. It, maybe it's a the type of income you earn. Uh, It's just quirky and doesn't quite meet regular uh, what's called agency guidelines or Mm -hmm. conventional or FHA or VA guidelines, uh, USDA, so on and so forth. We have a program that will apply. That's what this DSCR program, that's kind of the Mm -hmm. umbrella it's under. uh, And we have so many. But the cool thing is it's all in-house, like direct access. We can get tons of exceptions. That's where I was going with this. I lost my train of thought. But we can get exceptions for – I've never had one declined. To no, I, I haven't either. Or if or if they don't
1: fit in this box, we have the we have underwriters on st- uh, that are basically, hey, it doesn't fit in this box. However, it fits in this box. Let's go this way.
0: Yep. yep. So
1: yeah. So the team is here to help.
0: hmm Yeah, that I think that's maybe the most important thing, which mm-hmm. us as industry pros, we recognize this just intuitively because mm-hmm. they're if you're if you're brokering alone, they they aren't quite as motivated to be sure the deal gets done and you perform. Here we are because it's our brand, it's our success, it's mm-hmm. our reputation, and we're all at the same company, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we share in the success of, like, our branch. Corporate shares in the success of our branch. Yep. And and these underwriters share in the success of our branch and all the branches around the country. So yeah. um, having that kind of, like, just let's get a deal to work mentality mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. really important, and, and they're flexible because of that, which is rare. You do mm-hmm. not find that in – I mean, honestly – a lot of this, these types of options have dried up in the market. Oh, and we've sure. just dramatically expanded ours it's over the past the couple of years, share. which is cool. Yeah.
1: So if the DSCR loan sounds like something you're interested in, or you know someone that might be interested in this, reach out to us. We'd love to help out in any ways. Uh, but if questions come up, let us know and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for tuning in. For more industry insights, follow us on all platforms
0: at Loans Elevated. And to get in touch with our team, call or text 801 713 4,000, or visit LoansElevated.com.